This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How are you doing, wrestling fans? This is wrestling historian John Arezzi, and I want you to listen and watch Stu's Wrestling Podcast. Every time it's on, you'll learn a lot, and he's got some really intriguing guests that come on week after week. So, Stu, this is for you. Great job, my friend. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It's time. Your host, Stu Palmer. We are back. It's episode 125 of SWP Stew's Wrestling Podcast. And my guest today is all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. It's AEW's Blakely, and he's also known as Shoot Taylor on the US Independence. Shoot had a great amateur wrestling background before coming into pro wrestling. He was trained initially by Teddy Long and Heath Slater. Some fantastic stories about them too, shaping him, molding him early on as a wrestler. He then went on to the Nightmare Factory, as we know, ran by QT Marshall and Cody Rhodes. And he talks about how they trained him. Also about promos with Cody and how Cody critiqued promos of the class. A lot of great stuff that you'll find out about how these wrestlers are trained. He also talks about his match with Hook, which was on Rampage not too long ago, and he said just how good Hook is. It was great to find out, as a wrestler, from a wrestler standpoint, just what it is about Hook that makes him so good early on in his career. We even touched upon music and combat sports. Shoot is a big, big fan of certain rap artists and certain genres of music, and he's also into combat sports. I love going off the subject, the wrestling. I love to find out what they do in their spare time and what they like and what their pastime and hobbies are. So without further ado, my guest for episode 125 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast is AEW's Blakely, a.k.a. Shoot Taylor on the US Independence. And here we go. Let's get in. Enjoy. My guest today from across the pond it is a guy known on the independent circuit as Shoot Taylor, but we've also seen you on AEW against probably one of the men at the moment yes. in pro wrestling, Hook. 
going as Blake Lee. That is your alias in AEW. And a student, you know, someone who's graduated from the Nightmare Factory, which is held in such high regard in world wrestling. How are we, shoot? How's things, man? I'm well, man. I can't complain. Thank you for having me. It's all good. It's all good. Now, you were trained You were trained in 2019. Obviously, you sent me some bits and pieces on, on, on your career. How, how was it, you know, initially uh, learning, learning your craft, man? Um, I, was, I, I did amateur wrestling in high school, so uh, professional wrestling was one of those things that kind of came natural to me. Um, not saying that I didn't have to work at it at all, but in 2019, when I first started, I was still in high school, so I would uh, literally get out of school, go straight to amateur wrestling practice, and then that would end, and I would go to professional wrestling practice, and then I would wake up and do it again every day. So that was kind of my schedule my senior year in high school, and uh, I was fortunate enough to be trained by a guy named Jason Kincaid early on, um, Teddy Long, Heath Slater, um, before eventually going to the Nightmare Factory and everything taking off from there. How, how was it with Teddy and Heath? I've had the pleasure. I've, I've met Heath when I've been at WrestleMania. How was how that for you? Like the wealth of knowledge that them two have in the business, I bet it was amazing. Priceless, priceless. Uh, that, that type of knowledge, man, you, you can't really pay for it. You know, those, those guys are great guys, number one. And, and they're just an endless learning tree of knowledge in professional wrestling, yeah. What are some of the stuff, some of the things you can take away from, like, any, any advice that stays with you from Teddy Long, a man that has been synonymous in the business for so many years? Actually, yes. Um, Teddy Long was the guy that I still say to this day gave me the best advice ever in professional wrestling. And he told me it's just like wrestling is just like one of those big Vegas wheels. And eventually, you know, it'll fall on your name and you'll get your shot. Everyone gets their shot. But it's, it's all about usually who stays around the longest and that, that, that always stuck with me was teddy teaching you more like psychology of it how to talk yeah 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 so, yeah, yeah 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 he 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 believed in me a lot sooner than i believed in myself um but obviously with my amateur background he would he gravitated towards that so much and he tried to instill in me that i'm the real deal and to let other people know that i'm the real deal Amazing, amazing. What about Heath? Anything that you took away from Heath Slater? I'm sure Heath Slater meant everything, everything. Um, you know, he was with WWE at the time, so he, I, I think he came to the school probably like a handful of times. Um, and when he was there, we would just get to uh, wrestle matches in front of him and he would critique our matches. But the, the things that he would say is like little things that you wouldn't even think of and then but someone with that much experience would just say something as small as making this facial expression or or something really small it, you'll be like oh man i didn't even think of that i was on bourbon street i've got a quick story i know you know i'm here to talk I'll to you me. but it's a heaps later so you're gonna love this right i'm on bourbon street wrestlemania 30 weekend we we're having a great time it was amazing mardi gras had been the week before the way it fell so everyone was still partying the next week down there, man. Anyway, this bar, sure. right? This bar had Hulu. They were streaming uh, main event, I think it was. And, and mm. we're, just, we're just in there. Heath Slater's match just happens to be on. I hear from the back, he's walked through into this bar. Why are you not watching my match, man? I said, well, I'm, I'm, having, a dr- <laughs> I'm, having, I'm having a drink, Heath. I said, I'm having a drink. But I said, I'll watch it now you're here. And he's just shaking his head, man. Oh, but, dude, that's what kind of guy Heath is. He's hilarious. He's good fun, man. He, he goes, uh, I can't have a photo because you're going to put it on Twitter and you'll get me in trouble. So I couldn't have a photo <laughs> with him. 
He wouldn't. Fair he wouldn't let, he wouldn't <laughs> let me have. A, he wouldn't let me have a snap shoot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was it like, come, like, I was like, come on, man, give it, give me some of that. But yeah, <laughs> no, he he was nice. He, he was. He was really kind to us, man. Yeah. So that's that, that's what it's all about. Because you know, there's guys, there's guys in the business. I know. I've met. I've met some people, and you know, I've had photos of yeah. certain talent. They're not. Um, they're not receptive to the fans as such. Yeah. 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 What, yeah. What, yeah, what, yeah. There is. What do you think on that? Uh, I think I heard William Regal say it best. I was listening to uh, his interview on Talk is Jericho. And, uh, you know, he, he was saying how he didn't like the term Mark. It was just such a derogatory term to use for people who spend their hard-earned money to support you. And I think the fans, I mean, without the fans, without anyone, you know, we can't do what we do without the fans, without the promoters, without our peers. You know, we, we all help run this machine that is professional wrestling and i think the more i mean we already are kind of a small niche community compared to the overall global world so i think the more we can stick together and just be kind to one another the the bigger and better this sport will be i know i know it's an age-old thing as well uh you know to a certain extent you know that the, the fans the fans are paying the wages i know there's ever means. absolutely i know there's ever means of generating money within wrestling but you know it, it, it's it's kind of cliche, but it, it's the truth. What, it's it's what the honest truth, yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Now, also, I've got to say, with you being at the Nightmare Factory, obviously, QT Marshall, huge influence on you. Obviously, we saw you on Absolutely. AEW as Blakely. How, how's QT Marshall? And, uh, you know, we see him fleetingly on AEW, but as as a coach, as a mentor for you, how how is QT, man? Uh, QT Marshall's changed my life, man. Uh, as you would assume, um, that just uh, once again, another guy that endless knowledge, endless knowledge. Like QT Marshall, I think is really underrated. You know, as far as how good he really is, like he's levels above, levels above a lot of people in this business. And yeah, being able to not only. Uh, debut for AEW as QT Marshall's number one student, but also uh, to team alongside with him in the factory um, on AEW Dark is is an experience that I will cherish for the rest of my life. Amazing, man. I, I, it's just so good, it, the opportunities that you've had, man. And it's yeah. amazing, amazing. I'm very, very fortunate, man. It's cool, man. Though it's cool that you're humble about it as well. You know that come that comes across. It's that's that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, man. I I, uh, I I'm very blessed to be able to do what I get to do, and I uh, I don't take it for granted at all. How about Mr. Rhodes? I'd be remiss if I didn't speak about Cody. Yeah. Just your interactions with Cody and what he's helped you with. Cody, uh. One, another guy who uh, did amateur wrestling, so uh, he, he kind of understood me from the from the start and uh, taught me little things to, to kind of get that amateur wrestling over in the ring. But most importantly, Cody is a real big promo guy. So we would have promo days, and he would sit in the room one by one. Uh, guys would come in, do a promo for Cody, and he would give them critiques and we would be there for hours and Cody will listen to everyone's promo and then go on for like 30 to 40 minutes critiquing people's promos one by one. Like the guy really cares about the details and he's a big promo guy and he really helped us elevate our promo game. And Cody's one of those guys too, where, I mean, the son of Dusty Rhodes, he's, 
done everything in the business. And, you know, he still acts as if he's just a regular person or just like everyone else. You know, he, he answers every question. He'll stay and talk to you for hours. Cody's one of those guys that is still humble, even the heights that he's reached in this business. Just amazing. I'll tell you what's so unfortunate with this injury, the timing of the injury, man, because the, yeah. program, the program with Seth and him coming back, Unreal. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And and to be able to do what he did in in the Hell in the Cell the other week, man, with that injury, uh, that's man. unreal. Top tier performer. I bet, Top I bet, tier performer. I bet you. I bet you couldn't believe what you were seeing. Some of the stuff he was able to pull off. You know, but when I saw that, I, I'm like, that's Cody. That's that's just Cody, man. He really loves this business, and he'll do anything to make sure the product is good. And 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 that even means you know risking your own health to go out there and put on a show for the fans. That's Cody. That's it, man. That's it. No, nice, nice, nice stories about Cody there, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, man. Now, you took on Hook, and there's been a lot of emphasis on Hook. He's been thrown in, hasn't mm. he? And, and he's, he's done fantastic. You got to face him at Rampage. How was that? How, how was it getting in there with him? Uh, so, it, it was... Uh, that, that whole thing kind of took place really fast. Uh, I, I started training at the Nightmare Factory, Three weeks later, I was presented with that opportunity. I didn't really know anyone there. I barely knew QT Marshall at the time, and uh, they they just had they had a spot for me, and I had to, you know, immediately get on a plane. Uh, I was I was informed that Monday, I think, and I had to immediately get on the plane to to go do Rampage because it was a it was a pre tape. So I think we did it on uh, Wednesday, I believe. But uh. Yeah, it, it was just a, a real big culture shock for me, you know, just starting at the Nightmare Factory, having to get on the plane, go to Atlantic City, New Jersey. And uh, and the, the crowd, man, you know, Hook is one of those guys who the crowd is, like, really invested in everything he does. So it's impossible to have a bad match. I mean, we, we just went out there and they, and they were – they loved him so much that, that it made everything – that I was involved with much better. You know, I didn't really have to do anything, and it, it was an amazing experience, man. How good is he? You've been in there, mono e mono. I'm just a fan at the end of the day, mm -hmm. but I always, I always stress this when I get you guys on. So I, I like to hear the wrestler's psyche in there. But, yeah, how, how good is the guy? What did you take away? What, what, was, what was good? What was amazing? What he could do in, from your perspective? Oh, yeah. oh, Luke is great, man. He's uh, he's. Amazing. Um, I mean, and you would assume with the the learning tree that he's under. I mean, he he's also learned from QT Marshall and and Taz. You know, so I mean, <laughs> yeah, Hook's amazing. That's cool, man. That's cool. How about you? I've got to get back to you now. Independent Wrestling Network champion, heavyweight champion. I saw a promo. Yeah. I saw your promo, man. I've got to say. Very, very good. Like you can hold your own. You. you can hold Thank your you. own on the stick, man. And that—that's probably a lot of the times people struggle with the character side, don't they? I've got to be. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not just blowing smoke here, shoot either. Fantastic promo with, with the gold. Thank you, man. Thank with you. the gold over your shoulder. How how is it for you being able to you know present yourself not just in the ring but out the ring on promos? Uh, one of those things that didn't too much come naturally with me um like i said cody helped a lot on those promos but you know for me i i had to get over the the fear of uh looking stupid or the fear of uh being embarrassed and kind of stepping outside of that comfort zone and like all good promos say you know 
it's yourself turned up to 10. And, and once I tapped into that, and I started doing a little bit of acting. The promos kind of came uh, better for me. And, and now I think I do okay. Who else influenced you on that? Obviously, I know you had promo class with Cody, as you alluded to earlier. Which guys inspire you? You know, your character, who who to draw from? Who, who you know? Uh, so me growing up in the early 2000s, uh, Cena was my guy. Um, and, you know, I, don't, I still think between John Cena, The Rock, and Ric Flair, those guys who like kind of study for promos, unmatched, unmatched. I mean, those guys, promos on 100, you know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely John Cena, though, mainly. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What, what, what drew you, what, what was it with Cena when he was on the mic, the verbal side? Uh, I don't know. It, it, everything seemed authentic. You know, it didn't seem like John Cena was playing a character. It, it, it honestly seemed like it was himself turned up. And I, I, truly, I didn't ever get to meet John Cena, but I feel like, that is him when when he's on a promo, you know. It doesn't seem like that's a character at all. And just the emotion that he pulls from those promos, man, it it make you truly feel everything he's saying. It was great having him back on, on TV last week for the 20-year anniversary. Yeah, so, I bet you love that. Yeah, I did. It made me feel a little bit older, but I'm like, oh, wow, you know. Yeah, so... He was my guy growing up. So doesn't yeah, seem that. doesn't seem like he's been around twenty years, man. But when you look at look what man. the guy look what the guy's done, what he's accomplished. I, I I've got nothing but respect. I know he splits opinion. Uh, you know they they, yeah. they did they didn't turn him back heel. There was years of it, wasn't there? Right. You need to turn him heel. They stuck to their guns. I know he was heel early on. I remember obviously word life and all that. But um, yeah, yeah, they they didn't. It kind of didn't take on board what some of the sections of the wrestling fan were saying, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I think, too, John Cena, I feel like he should be in everyone's top five. I'm just going to say that. That may be controversial for some people, but I really think it shouldn't be. You know, like, I feel like John Cena is one of those guys, too, and you can see with the prime example of the uh, 20-year anniversary, he's going to truly get his flowers, like, once it's all said and done, like, you know, he, he he splits the crowd. Now he splits the crowd when uh, he was wrestling in the ring. But when we when we actually look back over John Cena's career, we're going to say, wow, like, he was one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. I like, remember him putting Sheamus over in the, I think it was uh, TL, TLC pay-per-view 2009, I think it was. Man, I, yeah. he, he always, he wasn't just about himself, was he? A bit. A bit like uh, reminiscent of Cody's run in AEW. He I put, believe so. Yeah, he put the younger he put younger talent over. Uh, so Absolutely. you can't you can't you can't knock the guy, man. That that side of it, can you? No, not at all. Who else? Shoot. Who else do you love to watch? Past, present, even into the future, man. Some of the guys um, that that you like to watch yourself. I like to watch Kurt Angle, um, Brock Lesnar for realism. Uh, William Regal. Uh, right now, I, I'm a big fan 
I don't know if you're going to ask dream match questions, uh, but I might as well go into that because uh, the guy, the three guys that I watch a lot now are three of my dream matches, and that's uh, Brian Danielson, Jonathan Gresham, and Daniel Garcia. I've gone on record saying this before, and those are the three guys that if I can get to have those matches, man, I'm set. You and you and the octopus that'd be a good good fight, man. That'd be a good bout. I believe so. I believe so. He's it's unreal. To happen. It's to he's happen. he's unreal. He's unreal. I know he's done really well. Yeah. Uh, uh, we've had we've had him over here for progress in the UK quite yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. He's done it. He's mm-hmm. amazing. He's amazing for a man of his size as well. You know. I know the business has changed, and you know I'm, the guy. Just what he's able to do. Just what he's able to yeah. do. It's just yeah. <laughs> you're always going to see new stuff. Absolutely, yeah. I got a chance to train with him, man, and we got to roll around and kind of mat wrestle a little bit, man, and just <laughs> the things that that guy knows. I mean, he can get out of everything, man. It, it, it's crazy. It's your crazy. your amateur background must have helped you there, though. Anything, you know, the mat yeah. bait. Well, he, he had an amateur background as well. Yeah. So, you know, it's just two shooters shooting in there, man. <laughs> Yeah. That's ace, man. That's ace. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, just to, to extend off it, um, other guys, other guys, maybe you know, current current guys that you, you've been around, maybe who you haven't taken on yet. Maybe people on on the indies, on the independent level, that you'd like to take on. Um, hmm. uh, Rob Martyrs is a, a guy that I, I think I should uh, get in there with. Uh, I, I wrestled Lee Moriarty in a, a four-way eliminator match. I would love to have a one-on-one with that guy. Uh, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it right now on my list. Yeah, I think those I think those two are matches. Uh, Fred Yehai, Fred Yehai is another yeah. one. He's he's a, another guy that I, it's just that style, man. That that style I really love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's about it. That's cool. That's cool, man. That was a good list. It's a good list, man. What about the road life on the road? I love asking you guys this. And for the most part, you guys love, you know, going to new places, seeing a bit, you know, of the cities, Mm -hmm. the towns that you're in. Some guys are a bit, I didn't like being on the road. I mean, this is guys from like, you know, the 80s and stuff that have been on some of the old timers. But yeah, for yourself, Shoot Taylor, being on the road, how would you find it, man? And and the miles and stuff? Uh, I think... It, it depends on, like, who you're riding with. Like, I, I, I don't like to travel alone, but, man, I've been uh, in the car with Baron Black, and uh, that's my guy. So uh, it, it makes the trips a lot easier, man. You know, we get to talk it up. You know, we talk video games. We talk rap. We talk wrestling. We get to watch things, man. We just cut up the whole time, man. We went to, I see, Dallas for Mania Week. We go to Alabama. We've been to... Uh, Richmond, Virginia, North Carolina. We we travel, me and uh, Baron. So it's yeah, I, I love the role life with that guy, man. That's my guy. I've got it. I've got a speech about Dallas because I was there in 2016 for WrestleMania, the last WrestleMania I attended. Uh, yeah, how mm-hmm. how was Dallas for you, man? Uh, they don't know how to drive there. I, I'll say that. <laughs> But I, I love Dallas, man. That was my first Mania week. So seeing all of that was like, wow. Like I didn't know this many people enjoyed wrestling. You know, you don't really get to truly see how much of an impact this 
this thing we do have on people until like you're asking them like a mania week where there's a lot of people who travel from all over the world to be in one area and there's all type of conventions going on what really tripped me out man that it was like multiple wrestling shows going on at one time in different places and they were all sold yeah. out I, that blew my mind mm. You know what I mean? It's grown as well, man, because I, I was yeah. at I was at WrestleMania 24 in Orlando 08, right? Not, mm. not no, because it was the first trip. There was no WrestleCon or anything going on, you know. Uh, they had WrestleMania, right. WrestleMania access was at Universal Outdoor. Uh, to mm. see where, like you say, how you've seen it this year, the, the multiple events that are going on, man. It was never like that years ago. And I'm only going back like 14, 15 years ago. It is crazy, isn't wow. it, to see what, it, what it's all about now? Oh, it's it's wild, man. It's wild. WrestleMania week can get crazy, and that, that was just my first one, so I can only imagine what the future holds for that thing. You, it's only going to get bigger. Did you get to WrestleMania, or were you just busy with bookings? I did, actually. Uh, I, I got to WrestleMania with uh, – I went with Baron. Um, he, got, he ended up getting tickets last minute from the, the owners of Progress. Um, and we, yeah, we got to see day two of WrestleMania. Yeah. How was it, man? Standout moments oh, for yourself. I know there was a lot. It, it delivered. It did deliver both night on both nights. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Day two. It, it was. Uh, I, I felt the emotion when Triple H kicked off the show. Uh, I, I was so proud of Austin Theory because he came from Atlanta as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the style, I saw the stunner on Vince McMahon live. That was <laughs> the greatest thing I've ever seen live. Yeah, that 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 was, and that was also my first WrestleMania too. So the, oh, whole, the whole thing was you did well. Was just you did well to witness what you witnessed, man. Honestly, and yeah. uh, what did, what did you think of the stadium? Because that that was my first time in Dallas six years ago for it. The sta stadium is unreal, man. Whatever unreal. anyone can say, forget the event for a minute here. You yeah, have to yeah, yeah. you look at the sheer magnitude of the stadium. It just you have to pinch yourself. I, I was pinching myself, yeah, man. Yeah, man. That many people in one place to watch wrestling, man. It really like does something to my heart, man. Because like. I love this sport and to see so many people there to watch something like that, man, it just makes me feel good. And, and it just, it, like you said, it's just unreal, unreal. The video uh, screen, man, the sheer size of that above you, you know, I couldn't get over it. Yeah. I just, this is yeah. like you, you guys in America, when you put an event on, like it eclipses, it eclipses what we do here, I tell you. Really? Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know what Clash at the Castle is going to be like. When it comes here in um, August after SummerSlam, because yeah. Cardiff, the stadium, is the capital, mm. capital of where I am. I'm in North Wales, uh, but okay. I mean, 70,000 people. But I just don't know what it is. I think you guys just take it to another level. It doesn't matter what event it yeah. is. Any sporting event shoot, you know, say, say the uh, Super Bowl, amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unreal Super Bowl, yeah. Now, you said you, said you like rap, so... What rap artists are you liking, man? We'll segue out the wrestling for a moment. It's, okay. cool to, it's cool to hear, you know, about your stuff outside the wrestling, man. What you like, what, what makes you uh, So I feel like you can't go wrong with Drake. Uh, Drake's on my list. Uh, Meek Mill is on my list. Um, Nipsey Hussle is no longer with us, but I still, his music is timeless. I listen to him. Uh, who, do I, who do I got? I, I listen to an artist named Kevin Gates. A lot of people don't really know 
him, but I, I listen to, I enjoy his music. Let's see who else. Who? J. Cole. J. Cole is big on my list um, as far as lyricist goes. Uh, there's an Atlanta artist named Lil Baby who's uh, kind of becoming more mainstream and global recently. His, his music is really good. You got to put me on to some UK artists, man. I don't, I don't really listen to I'll the UK say, I'll, I'll send you some over. Rap. Rap isn't my, you know, I'm not the most well versed in rap. Obviously, I, okay. I like, I like, I like the old, I like the old school rap myself. But yeah, there is, there's some good. We've got some good guys, and yeah, and and you can tell they're British. Uh, years ago, mm-hmm. rap artists over here were trying to sound American. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I'm sure. saying? But now you can tell that person's from the UK. I, I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some good. I'll send you some stuff over, mum. Absolutely. No, I have a, a KSI song on my. Right. Okay. Yeah. He he's done a lot, man. Celebrity boxing. That man. Uh, he's 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 done very well, man. He's done very well. He he and Logan Paul. Logan Paul just signed with WWE. That's crazy. What do you think about that? What's your perspective on that? Him coming in. Obviously, I know he's done really well. He did well tagging. Yeah. With, he did really well with tagging with Miz at Mania. So, yeah. He was fantastic. What do you think? Yeah, I'm here uh, for it. That's that's cool. Awesome. I'm here for it, man. Like I, I was a fan of Logan Paul even before all of the the mm. WrestleMania thing. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's natural for him. He, he's a, he's an entertainer, you know. He, it what professional wrestling is. It mixes athletics with theater, and this guy is an athlete and an entertainer, and it's just the perfect combination for him. I think I think it would do well too. Yeah, a lot of people are uh, very judgmental of it, but you know, I mean, that's what this is. That's what. WWE is it's always been uh the world leader in entertainment you know and there's always been celebrity crossovers and there will always be celebrity crossovers man but I think Logan Paul is going to be a little bit different I think he's going to shock a lot of people and and do very well Bad Bad Bunny did well when he was when he was doing bits and bobs. Yeah, he did. Guy, yeah, to yeah, be yeah. fair to the guy, like you know, I was a bit like, oh, I'll I'll be honest. It's like, what, what's he doing? Why are they booking him? But then he made a believer yeah. out of me once I saw what he, he can made do. Made sense right away. Yeah. Shoot, <laughs> uh, shoot! I was very dismissive. I was like, what's he doing in the wrestling ring? You know, I, I saw my yeah. arse a little bit. But no, mm-hmm. to be fair to Bad Bunny, he made a believer out of me when I was being very negative about him prior. He did well. Yeah. The guy did well. Yeah, I was saying I. uh uh, before I got into the business, I, I I didn't like and understand the celebrity crossovers at first, but now like with sales tickets and, and and I understand like those guys are global household names, so it only helps the business, you know. It only brings more eyes to the to the space. So I I get it, I get it now. So I'm I, all here for it. I respect that, especially if they take it serious, you know, and, yeah. and actually put in the training and do it. Yeah. You know? At least at least Jake Paul's not coming into the business, but hey, that that could. That, I, I'll be here for that too, I, man. I, the guy's I, 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 he's a he's a prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, he is. I mean, but, that, but brother, doesn't that make a great heel? It's what I was about to say, but I tell you what, Tyson Fury, he doesn't want to get into a verbal tirade with Tyson Fury. No disrespect, like oh, yeah, no. Uh, Ty, Tyson. Tyson uh, lay lay the little bastard to wait, but yeah, I like. I don't mind Logan. I don't mind Logan. But on the flip side with Jake Paul. Um, him promoting boxing, I get that, and he speaks very well. I just don't like. I just don't like this crossover into boxing. I think this is gonna, and this is just me, man. I think this is finally put away the critics on Jake Paul, man. 
This is this is his first okay. time fighting an actual boxer. Yeah, and I think he's gonna do well. So I was, uh, I'll be hitting you up after he wins. Yeah. I was shoot. I was <laughs> hey, you, I respect your opinion, man. Of course, hey, yeah, it, that, that's fine. It's good. Apples and oranges, as they say. You know, it is good. It is yeah, good. Yeah. It is good. What about other combat sports? Do you, do you catch UFC? Oh yeah, man, I'm, brother. I, I'm I'm a combat sports fanatic. I, I love boxing. I love MMA. Um, I try to study everything. Um, I just saw the Edison fight. I think. Uh, did you get to see that fight at all? I, I'm I'm a little bit behind. Um, I literally I've okay. got I've got I've got a couple of days now where I'll be able to to catch it. I saw the entrance. Okay. I saw I saw his end uh, undertaker. Of course, yeah, yeah absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, the guy the guy's unreal. And you know the fact that he went up to face uh, Jan. You know he went up a weight to face Blahovic. And you know mm-hmm. he, he he took a loss, but he's against a naturally bigger guy. You know, um, yeah, the guy, yeah, yeah. The, the, guy, the guy's not frightened to um to give it a go, but at middleweight, he, he's unparalleled. He's unparalleled. Even the shoot. guy he uh even the guy he just fought, uh, you could tell like as far as frame goes, like the guy was a lot bigger than him, so it was it was uh it was harder for him to you know really do what he do in in the fight game. Mm-hmm. So uh, you could tell he kind of had to adapt in that fight, and he did well keeping the distance and just popping the jab when he needed to. Uh, and he surprised me because he was, he had really good, you know, technique in the clinch. He had so great uh, a takedown defense on a guy that looked so much bigger than him. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's ama- he's amazing. It, it's his reach. It reminds me of uh, John Jones. Where he's got a massive, you know. Head. I just said this. Uh, I just said this to someone. Yeah, that's crazy. That that is always going to help you, you know. And not to say mm-hmm. they're not skilled; they're very well skilled. They can do a bit of everything. Yeah. Look at John Jones, man. If he if he was coming up against the guy that had that particular style, he would change the way he yeah. fought, and he'd fight that person's style to show he was better. Mm-hmm. And Adesanya the same, man. And and you know, what do you what do you think that fight will look like? Those two. It's, yeah. I mean, well, I think we're going to see John Jones about heavyweight first, though, aren't we, by the sounds of it? Big mm-hmm. Stipe, mm-hmm. big Stipe, Miocic and John Jones. But it's a shame. It's yeah. a shame with John Jones, shoot, just all the stuff that's happened outside the cage. Because look how many yeah. fights, look how many fights we haven't seen through the, through the right. stuff that he's done outside, man. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate, man. But John Jones is, uh, I think, one of the greatest of all time. Um, in, in the MMA space, that fight—if he—I wanted to see the fight with Brock. I thought they were talking about that was going to happen that's, like a few that's, years that's, back. That's news, you know, to me. But yeah, Brock—I <laughs> think he just pulls in that much money from WWE now. I don't think he needs to, to do it. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah, the, I, well, does he need to do anything? Uh, no, no, no. He, he, he can he can he can go back to the farm up in Canada if he wants and just yeah, chill. Right. chill. Chill up at the farm, man. But what what do you think about him and Reigns fighting again at SummerSlam? Because a lot of people are saying we've seen it seven hundred and seventy-seven times. I don't mind. I don't mind. It's a different stipulation. Um, 
uh, people, I, I just tend to ignore people on the internet now. Well, we've, we've seen it a lot, but, but at the same time, it's, it's different every time we see it, you know. Um, I, was, I was just watching the, the, the Manium buildup they had a while ago, and uh, it, it, was, it was like two completely different people, you know what I mean? Those guys are good at reinventing themselves. Roman is reinventing himself times 10. I mean, he's doing, he's putting out his best work right now, I believe. Um, and yeah, like with guys that good, you know, we can see it a million times, you know, it, it'll still be great because that type of wrestling will stand the test of time, you know? And so I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it for sure. And how, you know, how does Austin Theory come into the mix now he's got the briefcase because he's got a whole year, he's got a whole he does, year now. He can, he can sit tight. He can wait. I've, I've heard other stuff. I've heard Cody would come back from the injury, beat Roman and then Austin Austin Theory would then cash in on Cody. This is what I, I've read some I've read some bits and pieces until it happens. What a time to be alive! Man. It, it's people speculating, isn't it? Because uh, you know, yeah. but they, they, I I could see that. But then you've got Seth Rollins. There's still a story arc there with him and Cody. So where does he figure? Mm -hmm. There's so there's so many uh, ways. There's so many ways the story can go, man. And that's the beauty of professional wrestling. And if the fans would just sit back and enjoy the show and not try to write the show, brother, it makes it so much easier and so much fun for everybody, you know? Absolutely. There's endless possibilities. Shoot, what have you got in terms of bookings, shows that are coming up, man, to tell the audience, tell the viewers and the listeners? I'd love you to, you know, let them know where you are. Uh, this weekend, I'll be in a, a heart cell, Alabama, for New South Pro Wrestling. Um, I have... Battle Slam coming up. I have, uh, I'll be in the, at the two AEW tapings in Georgia, Savannah and Duluth, uh, on the 13th and the 20th, I believe. And I'll be back in Orlando for AEW Dark. Amazing. So I'm pretty booked up Go this on, month, man. man. I, I think I have everything. Oh, everything every week, every weekend. I'm, I'm chuffed for you, man. You know, getting, getting obviously the bookings you're getting and also obviously being around AEW with what's going on. About it. It's just, it's a pinch okay. yourself. It can only be a pinch yourself moment for yourself, man. Yeah, it is, man. It, it, every day I get to do what I love to do is a pinch myself moment, man. And I'm just, I'm just extremely grateful, man. Perfect, man. Perfect. My guest today from Georgia all the way in the good old US of A, it is Shoot Taylor, also known as Sorry. Blake Lee in AEW. And as you've Sorry. just heard, he will be on AEW. You get to see him. So, yeah, thank you so much for sparing the time and coming on Stu's Wrestling Podcast today, man. Thank you for having me, man. This was fun. This was fun. What a story early on in his career there from Blakely. You know, the tutelage of Cody Rhodes and QT Marshall at the Nightmare Factory. And just the insight that you get. And his background, you know, amateur wrestling. It's given him a good basis going into pro wrestling. And it's just lovely to hear a guy, a young guy in the business, talking so fondly of the guys that are training him now as well. So, yeah, humble. Humble to the core is Blakely Shoot Taylor. And it was just lovely to get him on and hear his story very, very, very early into his career in pro wrestling. We'll be back for episode 126 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast very, very soon. Please check out some old episodes. Check us out. Check out some of the old school WWF, WWE, WCW guys I've had on the show. I've also had authors, writers who wrote in pro wrestling for many, many years as well. Go check us out. Go and have a look through the back catalogue. 
It's nearly three and a half years now since I've been doing the show and it's just amazing to see how far I've come as a person doing the show and having Krista and editing the show as well. Big, big thanks to Krista. And we will see you very, very soon for episode 126 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.